Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode nine. Let's talk about congruence. Now congruence, the word, means a quality or state of being in agreement. In other words, it's when all parts of something agree, align, and flow. And even though this is a really fabulous word, its perfection really only hit home for me about two years ago when I was having a conversation with my good friend Christine Kane, who happens to be a really phenomenal internationally known business coach. We, she used the word congruence as an entrance into understanding where business success stems from. Now, Christine became a client of mine back in 2017, and our friendship naturally grew, and now she's my business coach. This woman is way ahead of her time. She uses this blend of strategy and soul tracks to lead people into their own success through her internationally known company called Uplevel You. And her model always brings us back to the question, how congruent are you? Within yourself, within your message, within your business processes, within your communications and your delivery of them, and within the results that you achieve. In other words, success stems from the level of congruency you can achieve in all aspects of yourself and your business. Now, I want to take this conversation a little deeper into congruence with self and what that looks like and what stems from that. Now, as you know, I'm a radical flow coach. I teach people how to come into congruence and operate from it. I call this the sweet spot, where all the aspects of ourselves converge and operate in agreement. Now, there are various entrance points and strategies from which I guide people into the experience of congruency. But I always start with my coaching clients in the exact same way. My client talks, and I listen. And when they talk, they unpack and share exactly what's happening in their lives. What are their struggles and stresses? What loops and patterns are causing them suffering? What are their hopes, their dreams, and their goals? And as I sit and listen in every conversation, underneath all of it is always the same thing, incongruency. Every single one of us contains it, and every single one of us meets it on a regular basis. When? Every time you feel uncomfortable when you have an internal conflict or you're struggling with something or you're in a, a loop that's suffering. An incongruency is actually popping to the surface in hopes that you're going to become aware of it. Now the problem is, we've all been taught to push our discomfort down or send it away. We've learned to suppress and avoid, to mask and ignore, to project things onto others or impair ourselves to stop the stress. Discomfort has been marketed as a human flaw. It's like an undesirable trait and a sign that we're somehow less than. 
And so this has created a reality where we run from discomfort like, there's, like it's a saber-toothed tiger. And what's happened is that this has become the foundational level of incongruence. And it comes from the fact that we deny that it exists. Now, you know, we all know, that the more we resist something, the more it persists and grows. And what's happened is we now live in an age where anxiety touches everyone from toddlers to seniors. A world where suffering is more common than flourishing. Where avoidance and impairment techniques are being used at an all-time high. Now, this is an enormous topic, and we could spend hours unpacking it from every angle imaginable. But let's keep this simple and foundational. And at that level, that foundational level, where incongruence actually comes from denying that it exists. Now, once my client is done unpacking their story and we identify their goals, we then focus on removing the avoidance by training them into awareness. Now, awareness training is really powerful because the first thing it does is it brings you into the present moment where you go into witnessing and observing. It's a very neutral state. It's not about judgment. It's just about learning what's really going on in this discomfort. And when we're training awareness in this way, it automatically teaches us to regulate our nervous system because when we come into that present moment of non-judgmental observation, we calm down. Our nervous system settles, our glandular system shifts, our thoughts slow, and we're able to be more present and aware. And so, of course, our anxiety lessens and becomes manageable. And instead of running from anxiety or discomfort, we begin to recognize that it's actually the gateway to discover exactly what those incongruencies are. What are the internal conflicts about? What parts and pieces of ourselves don't agree, don't align, and don't flow? And in that, something magical happens. Just as I listen to my client when my client talks, the aware part of yourself listens to the human reactionary part of yourself as it unpacks the problem as it shares its conflict, its discomfort, where it is in the body, what thoughts are related, what emotions are happening, what triggers it, and the awareness learns. And in that, the human persona, that autopilot that works on reaction, and the aware self, your consciousness or your soul, converge and both agree on solution-focused directions. In other words, they come into congruence and flow. Now, in that simple first step of merging or converging awareness and form or your soul and body, we open up to shifting from those same old, same old reactionary loops and patterns into conscious responses that will shift us from that suffering state into flourishing. And we start to make those foundational and radical shifts while being in this congruence and flow. Now, it sounds pretty simple, right? 
So why is this so hard? I mean, it's not like we're not trying to make positive shifts in our lives. Everyone that's listening, I'm sure, has made the attempts at positive shifts and has had great success in many areas. But there's always those sticking points. Why is that so hard? Answer, habit. When our biology memorizes a pattern or a loop, a habit, it repeats it. And it'll run that pattern automatically. When, and when we attempt in any way to deviate from that memorized pattern, the body itself, the biology, will resist. And because we are trained to avoid discomfort or hide it, the pattern endures. Now, if the pattern is a life-enhancing pattern that supports a flourishing result, well, great, let her run. But if that pattern creates suffering, it's an opportunity for us to listen, to learn, and to respond in a way that shifts its direction out of suffering and toward flourishing. Now, when the practice of awareness is also combined with good mental frameworks of who you are and how you operate, you then get to claim and activate keys to a self-driven positive evolution. In other words, you learn how to improve your life consistently and on the fly while being in congruence, aligned, and flowing. And what stems from that? From that state of congruence, from your awareness and persona merged, where your focus is agreed to and you're aligned and flowing, what stems from that is right action. Now, a lot of people hear the phrase right action and immediately think that someone is taking a moral high ground or self-appointing them as being superior. But that's not what right action means. Right action is a state of responsiveness. And the responsiveness is informed meaning that all the information about your memories and what you know and what you believe to be true is now being witnessed and considered by your neutral awareness, which is also tapped into infinite potentials and possibilities in the whole scope of the unknown. So it's a place where the convergence of the known and the unknown meet. And when your awareness listens and gathers that full perspective, zero-point perspective, a response is generated for the good of the whole, meaning for the good of you as a human, in your wants, in your dreams, and your desires, as well as how that will impact when it unfolds. How will your alignment and right action impact everything for you and for everything. It's not based on a human opinion run by conditioned beliefs that have either been inherited or learned. It is run by a convergence of your intuition and your instinct, your soul and your body. And when operating in congruence, aligned and in flow, right action is actually this natural expression. And as it's expressing, it comforts the discomfort. 
It brings courage to your fear and a willingness to your unwillingness to change, your resistance of your patterns, your biology. And what happens is you evolve rapidly, optimally, and radically, right down to the bones. Congruence brings radical flow. Thank you for joining me for episode nine. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you would share it. And stay tuned for future episodes where I have a whole lineup of wonderful people I'm going to bring in for the deeper conversations in flow, as well as more snippets just like this one. Have yourself a most amazing day, and thank you again. We will see you in the flow.